Welcome back to more Real Talk with Big John. I want to ask a question of you. Obviously, there's very few ways that you can you can respond to this. So I ask you, you ask yourself this question. Do you marvel at God still? Does God still leave you speechless when you read Scripture about your forgiveness? At times, I'm afraid that in our zeal to share the gospel, that we've we've somehow spread it to a degree to make it palatable to those who are lost. And maybe in doing so, we've cheapened the way that we talk about it. Are we cheapen what it really means? Scriptures like this. This is going to be in Colossians chapter 2. And I'm going to read verse 14. Having canceled our certificate of debt consisting of decrees against us, which was hostile towards us, he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. That, that scripture alone, alone, does something inside of me knowing that I was I had a debt the debt that I that I could not pay and it was paid for me not only was it paid but it was nailed to the cross Jesus became sin for us now I want you to, I want to make it very personal to you you were born inheriting sin debt that's true but you know as well as I do that had you not inherited that sin debt it wouldn't have taken long for you to have enough sin of your own to bar you from heaven forever the fact of the matter is regardless of what Adam did I sinned enough in my life Tore hell was what I justly deserved. Still what I deserve. And yet, because God loves us, because God loved me, He made a He made a propitiation. He 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 answered that sin by becoming sin, by taking on sin. Nailing it to the cross. Killing it. In his own body so that he could... So that whenever he was resurrected, when he, was, when he raised himself from the dead, that I could live with him. That the life that I live could be his life in me. That when the Father looks at me, he sees Jesus. Wow. I can't I can't add to my salvation by good works any more than I could earn my salvation through good works. That's to say that I could somehow or another do good works, which I know that I couldn't. It is amazing the grace, the love that God has given us. We don't stop and think about it. Well, I say we. I, I really don't know what everybody else does. But I know that at times when I'm reading scriptures like that, 
I read through them with the same speed and consistency as I read through uh, a textbook or a newspaper at times. And then sometimes I feel like God calls us back to those, those precious, sacred verses. And we should, we should just stop. And we should marvel and bask in the goodness of God. There's a song that, that we do at my church. Uh, I think it's a Tasha Cobb song. It's called Goodness of God. And uh, I've, I've shared with my, my daughter who, who, who sings a song with me sometimes. Uh, Sister Sandy, the music minister at our church. I absolutely love that song because in, in its lyrics it says, All my life you've been faithful and all my life you've been so good. Those words right there, Jesus has always been faithful. He has always been good. He took my life, one that wasn't fit for anything but the grave and hell. And in exchange for it, He gave me His life, His righteousness, one that the angels dare not look at without covering their face, one that all of creation bows at His presence and surrenders to Him as Lord. Me right there with them, you right there with them. We'll surrender and fall on our knees in thanksgiving to God. The righteousness that is His, He shared with His bride so that we can be saved. Today, wherever you're at, whenever you're listening to this, I want you to to stop and take a little inventory. Are you appreciating God the way that you ought to? Have you taken time to stop in the busyness of life and thank Him out of what the essence of what you are, to thank Him for how good He's been? He didn't have to save us. He would have been completely justified in condemning all of creation to hell. The fact that He saved any at all is a testimony to his goodness the fact that he saved you and me as an individual makes it personal Father I come to you in Jesus name I'm so very thankful I'm so very thankful I'm undeserving but I am thankful Lord I apologize for the times that I haven't made much of your cross I apologize for the times that I've studied just to study or that I've studied just to, to write a podcast or a sermon. Lord, forgive me for the times that I haven't, I haven't been in awe of you the way that I should have been. I love you, Jesus. I love you so much. I pray you touch your people that you give us all a a sense of what it means to stop and marvel at you and who you are. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.